Hey, Browns fans, it's time to gear up for a pain-free 2022 NFL season for your Cleveland Browns with new friends of the show, Buckeye Law Group. If you've been injured in a car accident, a slip and fall, a work accident, or even if you've been buried into the ground by Miles Garrett or stiff-armed by Nick Chubb, you need to call Buckeye Law Group today at 1-800-411-PAIN. Their attorneys will fight for the money you deserve. Buckeye Law Group's attorneys have recovered over $1 billion for their clients throughout the entire country. So don't make the mistake of calling just any other attorney. Call attorneys you can trust. And best of all, they're Browns fans just like you. Call our friends from Buckeye Law Group at 1-800-411-PAIN. After 911, call 411. That's 1-800-411-PAIN. 1-800-411-7246. That's Buckeye Law Group located at 1300 East 9th Street, Suite 1210 in Cleveland, Ohio. Buckeye Law Group, proud fans of the Cleveland Browns just like you. Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Rineker, Justin Charles, John Nye, and Josh All. What's up, Browns fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Dogs Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. If you'd like to get your intro on the show, head to the dogspodcast.com, tap leave voicemail, and drop down menu. As you can see, not in the studio today. We spent four hours in the studio on Sunday, and we all promised our significant others we wouldn't go back for the rest of the week. So now we are coming to you virtually, uh, so none of us get divorced, um, uh, to give you guys a Bengals preview. So before we get into our upcoming matchup with the Bengals, uh, I want to remind you guys to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. If you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Make sure you tap the notification bell so you never miss a new episode. Lastly, if you're looking for more dogs content, you can head to jointhedogs.com, become an official dog pack member on our Patreon page. Uh, we added a few people on there from the live the other day, so we're super appreciative of that. Uh, if you want an extra episode every week, there's fantasy leagues going on. You get access to the private Discord. You get more access to the dogs directly. We do uh, Dog Pack Member of the Month every uh, month where you get a free T-shirt. You get a signed dogs poster. I know that's like what everybody really loves, the signed dogs poster. Um so it's, it's just a pretty cool place for all the Browns fans to hang out. So if you're looking for more content, you want to hang out with the dogs a little bit more, join the dogs.com, become an official dog pack member. So Browns have what seems to be like every week, uh, you know, the biggest matchup of the year. <laughs> you know, they always say the, the biggest game is the next one. Well, that's true for the Browns since they uh, lost all the games early in the season. And I know the Browns, didn't look great on offense last week, but we come into a matchup with the Bengals, a team that can't seem to beat us, which it's it's kind of mind blowing. They can beat the Chiefs multiple times every time, but they can't beat the Browns. Uh, it's very odd. So, um, but if you look at this game and you say, "Man, if we can somehow steal this one in Cincy, then we potentially have a, a Lamar-less Ravens game after that, uh, a Saints game against a team that." can't get out of their own way. They just lost to Tampa Bay. So obviously we're not looking ahead. This is the most important game, but you start, you're, I'm just saying that to say, hopefully the players are coming into this game with that sense of urgency. And it seems like they have the last couple of weeks. Um, but the season, even though it's not a great chance for the playoffs, season's still very much alive if we can win this game. So I just hope the guys are coming in kind of like the fans are like, we, we know the significance and the importance of this game. Hopefully the players do too. Um, so we're, I guess 
if we're going to get into matchups or whatever, I, the, I think the most important thing you have to talk about is what do you guys expect to see out of Deshaun Watson this week as opposed to what we saw in his first game back last week against the Texans? You want to start, John? Yeah, can you guys hear me pretty well? Yeah, go absolutely. Ahead. All right, great. Um, I well, Deshaun's <laughs> going to be better. Sorry, I uh, I should have put this on. Do not disturb. Uh, <laughs> as, as you guys can see, you know what what really pr- we really pride ourselves on professionalism here. Right. So then we added then we added John, and that all went to hell. <laughs> He's he's live from his house right now. <laughs> um, Sean's gonna. I mean, I just expect him to be a lot more crisp and a lot a lot more poised. I don't think he's gonna be throwing those balls into the dirt. I hope not. But no, I think he's gonna be a lot better. He's got one more week uh, taking reps with the first string offense in practice. He knows the importance of this game, uh, and he knows we have a maybe not a realistic shot, but we still have a shot at a playoff berth and he's a fighter. He's a competitor and he's a winner. So I just, I expect him to look a lot better. I agree, buddy. I, uh, I think the biggest thing for me is, you know, I thought his decision-making sometimes, especially on that red zone play where he threw the, you know, the interception, you know, we got to get rid of that. But then I'd like just to see some improvements on just like little things like, just, I think the footwork was a little rushed. I think there were things that, you know, messed up his day and it made him, you know, throw those balls in the dirt and everything like that. And I think that'll go away. I mean, like, I didn't think rust was going to be an issue and I was wrong. Um, but I literally, I don't think that he's the kind of player athletically and just football Q, IQ wise that you can hold him down. I mean, eventually, like, athleticism is going to come through and we're going to see that guy that we paid all that money for. Um, and I'm excited to see that. And I think, you know, the next few games you're going to see – I think you see – you saw glimpses of it. You saw small little things and you're like, whoa, we haven't seen that in Cleveland in a long time, maybe in our lifetime. So um, – but I do think there will be improvements and he'll get better week to week. This is basically his preseason right now, except now the games matter. These are – I mean, these are live reps. <laughs> It really sucks the Browns pissed away a couple games early in the season to put us in the situation where these are essentially must-win games to keep our season alive. Um, but I totally agree with you in terms of – I thought last week you saw glimpses of what he could be. There was no bones about it. He was not good. And, right, right. And like you said, you weren't expecting the rest. I really didn't think he was going to – I was more concerned about him pressing – and trying to do too much than I was with rust and the rust was very much real. I don't know if I've ever seen a professional quarterback just volleyball spike the ball into the ground so many times. Um, So catching up to the game speed was definitely, he's got to get used to that again. I think you saw in a couple read options and a couple times when he had pressure that, you know, the guy, he can do some special things. Um, one thing that didn't help with this game is, it, to me, it was a very tough game for him to try to get into rhythm. So it's his first game back in 700 days. We're trying to shake the rust off early, and we go three and out on the first drive, fumble on the second drive, I think it was. Uh, pick after, you know, we get the big play to DPJ, we're moving the ball a little bit, throw a pick. And then we start getting defensive touchdowns and special teams touchdowns that are skipping offensive possessions, and it was just like, 
with the offense as a whole, just could not get any kind of rhythm. It was just a very odd, weird game. So for that to be his first game back in, in 700 days, kind of, I don't want to call it unlucky, but just not ideal for him to try to shake the rust off. I figured if he was going to be rusty, he the first couple drives would be rusty. But then once we got into like late second quarter, he'd start moving. Well, by the time late second quarter came around, we only had the ball like three times. You know, at one point we had only run the ball, I think, or had ran like 12 plays and it was late second quarter or something like that. So it was very, very tough to get into a rhythm. I, I expect him to be better this week. I also think the game plan last week was vanilla on offense. And I've heard other people mention this too. And not, and again, not making excuses for Sean. He, he didn't play well. He was all over the place, but I think we knew that the Texans weren't good. And we all, and we knew that this game was like, this could be the springboard to us going on a run. And it was, it was like, let's not show the Cincinnati Bengals what the entire plan is for this guy. If we can beat the Texans being vanilla, let's do it. Now we're lucky that uh, the defense and special teams showed up. I agree. Because we, we, we wouldn't have beat them I was gonna if say, it wasn't for that. I think if it came down to our offense having to beat them, I don't, I don't want to say we lose the game, but man, it was, it didn't look good. It no. wasn't. I mean, second quarter, I was like, "Holy crap!" We're, we're bad. fighting with this team, and they're not good. Part part of the problem too is I, I wrote this down is obviously the center's struggling a little bit. I mean, it's it's not fair to him. He's he shouldn't even be in there at this point. But both of our tackles got worked all yeah. game, and, and we've been over it with Wills so many times this year. The, the problem with Wills is. One game he plays really well and grades out in you know upper eighties, and then the next game he's awful. Yeah. There's just no consistency with him, and then he looks lost. Yeah, and, and then because he looks lost, then he looks lazy because he just right. he misses his block and just stands there. And it's just like, bro, your your quarterback's getting hit, and you're just sitting there adjusting your pants or your socks. It's like get go hit somebody. <laughs> I, I've never seen an offensive lineman. So many plays in a game, not not hit anybody. There should never be a play where an offensive lineman doesn't hit somebody. And right. he does it regularly. And then it, it was tough to watch, but Conklin got worked also yeah. multiple times. So it's tough to ask your quarterback who hasn't played in uh, 700 days to come in and not only shake the rust off, but, oh, while you're doing that, there's just going to be outside rushers yeah. free-running you the whole game. Shake that end so, off of you also because it's easier. Yeah. So that, that that's tough. But I expect to see more out of Watson this week. I do expect to see improvement. I expect to see more read option. I expect to see him run more because um, I think running – and that can open up the offense to get him some easier throws. Yeah. Let him use his athleticism a little bit, that kind of thing. Um, so then I started thinking, you know, Joe Burrow mentioned this earlier in the week too. They asked, you know, what do the Browns do different? And then I was kind of thinking, how can the Bengals beat the Chiefs, but they can't beat us? And then I started realizing, what do the Chiefs – what do we have that the Chiefs don't? It's Miles Garrett. <laughs> Miles Garrett is a big reason why the Bengals can't beat us. They haven't figured out how to block him yet. We, we, we've kind of talked about Miles at times where he can disappear. He never disappears against the Bengals. Last time we played him this year, he had a couple sacks. Um, he, what's their left tackle? Do you, anybody else remember his name? Yeah. It was like Col- Collins or something like that. I can't – but he – I mean, he looked lost. He looked like Jed Wells against Miles Garrett. Um, so I expect Miles to have a good game. 
do you guys think Zach Taylor is going to coach a little bit this week and try to help their left tackle out? Or do you think they're just going to leave him on an island the whole time? I mean, I don't – it's it's crazy. We've, we've talked about this so many times. Like, Cincinnati looks like a team, when they play well, that they're really unbeatable. Like, I – and going into last week, I, I mean, I think the Chiefs are like, they're so fun to watch. I watch them and I go, man, that is a great football team. And they looked, they didn't look that great against Cincinnati. Cincinnati looked like the better team. I, not to like dodge your question, but I, are they going to run the ball against us? Because so if they I'm, do, they have two running backs right now. Mixon's probably, I'm thinking, going to clear protocol if he hasn't already. I'm not and sure if he has or not. P. Ryan has been electric the last three weeks. So I, to me, I mean, I, if I was them, I wouldn't even try to sit back and dice us up. I would literally just hand the ball off to those two guys. I would have them both be involved in the game plan and I would just run the hell out of the ball. And I hate to say that as a Browns fan, but I mean, if that's your game script and you have an average running back, you can win the game easily. I think against our defense. We're so weak inside. They, and they have they two only, good Mix, ones. Mixon only ran the ball eight times against right. us the first game. That was coming off a stretch of games where the Browns were just getting gouged routinely. Yeah. And they only gave him the ball eight times. So I think that we I just think Stefanski outcoaches Zach Taylor big time every time we play these guys. I don't I'm not sold on Zach Taylor as a coach. I don't think he's that great. Right. I think he's got Joe Burrow and a bunch of really good players that help make him look good. It's kind of like Mike Brown's not a good basketball coach, but he won a ton of games when he got to coach LeBron. Right. You know? Right. Um, so the, it's it, that's the way I kind of look at it. Um I the last two weeks we've been decent against the run. You know, so it's like, are, are we figuring that out a little bit now? How much do you guys think uh, uh, losing Taki Taki is going to hurt? I think it's going to be tough, man. He's been that guy. He's been that guy for weeks now, you know, and JOK has been playing great. He's been kind of flying around, but like, I feel like Taki Taki was just that big linebacker. He's super dependable for us. Um, ever, ever since Taki Taki started playing more of the mic, he's been playing yeah. – really well. It sucks that he, I mean, if you guys haven't heard, he tore his ACL. I'm sure you guys know that, but so he's going to be done for the year. We hate to see that. Now a guy who stepped in and then played his best game as a pro was Tony Fields. So hope you think he can build on that or do you think that was just the Texans are terrible? That's, it's tough to say because the Texans are terrible. (laughs) I question if we have the kind of defense where once an impactful guy starts to go down, I don't know how many guys that we have, how many that next man up mentality sounds great on paper, but it doesn't always work out when you start to lose your, your key players. So, I mean, yeah, hopefully Tony Fields makes an impact and continues to, but we did play the Texans. So it's almost impossible to predict how good he's going to look against the Bengals. I know, um, I know this is a Bengals preview and not a Texans react, but man, watching the Texans reminded it was like watching the 0 and 16 Browns. It it was painful. You they only gave up three points to the Browns and lost by two touchdowns. 
Yeah. That is that's the kind of way like the Browns typically lose. Yeah. Like it'd be it'd be Monday and we'd be like, how did we lose by two touchdowns? We only gave up three points on defense. That I mean, they're in rough shape. They're in super I believe rough shape. they actually gave up six points, if I remember correctly. Did we get two field goals? I thought so. Um, I think you're right. So I'm trying to pull it. So Tony Fields had uh one tackle, which I thought he had more than that. Maybe I'm looking up the wrong game. I don't know. Yeah, this is this is the first game. Why did um, – oh, I'm looking at the wrong well, – he didn't play well against the Bengals the first time. He had one tackle. Dang, Internet. <laughs> it's so stupid. Yeah. Uh, I pulled up the wrong game. That's my fault. I was trying to pull up Tony Field's stats from last game because uh, I thought it was worth mentioning because of how well he did play. Um, give me one second. Here we go. In the meantime – uh, we can t- kind of touch on the secondary. What, what matchups do you want to see in terms of our secondary against their wide receivers? What do you think? Ma- what matchup wise favors the Browns? So, yeah. go ahead, Doug. Yeah, Emerson's been awesome this year. I still, um, Ward is going to be playing, right? Yes, I believe so. I want to. I still want to see Ward against Chase because of his history against Chase. Yeah. Um, and. You know, that's something where you can make an adjustment if you have to. Will we? Who knows? But I still want to see Ward against Chase. And I I think our second – we're going to give up some yards. They just – the Bengals have a high-powered offense. So, I mean, I think we're, we're going to, they're going to get theirs. But I I think our secondary is going to look really good against them still because they've just been playing at a, at a fairly high level. So, um, go ahead, John. Keep going. Yeah, just I mean, I just wanted to reiterate Ward Ward on Jamar Chase for sure. I, I I agree with that because so we saw Martin Emerson shut down Mike Evans. So some people's inclination might be we should put you know Emerson on Jamar Chase, but Jamar Chase is like a flashy speed guy, and I feel like that. And Denzel's had a lot of success against Jamar Chase in his career. Emerson, I feel like he does well against these big body guys. So I think if you can go Denzel on Shilmar Chase, and then you put Martin Emerson on T. Higgins, because T. Higgins has been balling out this year and he's humongous. So I think if you can if you can put uh, Martin Emerson on T. Higgins to try to shut him down, and then you have Denzel Ward on Jamar Chase, I think that and then you got uh Newsom in the box. I thought Newsom played really well against the Texans too. Having yeah. him having him back with is huge. Newsom you heard coming out of college that he wasn't a great tackler. I feel like his entire career for the Browns, he's been a good tackler. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, one thing interesting, if you go look back at our stats last week, and this is where you talk about losing Taki Taki is going to hurt. He he got hurt last week, and he still led the team in tackles. It's crazy. He had, he had nine tackles last week, and he got hurt in what? Was it the third quarter? Something like that. So – that's that's a lot of tackles to try to make up, um, especially when you're already light in the linebacker and defensive line. Perry on Winfrey had his best game as a pro, by mm-hmm. the way. Six yep. tackles, two solos. He, he I thought he um, he rushed the pass well. If he can get his head on straight, he could be a guy who can make an impact for the Browns. He's just got to grow up. Is he starting to? I, uh, hopefully, hopefully missing games and being you know healthy scratches and not dressing. Hopefully it's finally kind of woken him up a little bit because it seems to me like the guy can play football. It's just a maturity problem. Yeah. 
Listen up, Browns fans. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is my go-to when betting on the NFL this holiday season. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place the same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, point totals, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use promo code TPPN. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Happy holidays, everyone. Browns fans, time to talk holidays. Christmas is right around the corner. And what are you going to get for that special person in your life? I'll tell you what I've been doing for the last couple of years. I've been getting my dad, grandpa, father-in-law, uncles. Everybody gets a nice big package of Omaha steaks. Like me, you can achieve gifting greatness when you give the gift of perfectly aged tender and delicious Omaha Steaks. The steak experts at Omaha Steaks have put together special curated gift packages to help take the guesswork out of gifting and make you the holiday hero. Go to omahasteaks.com and use code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S at checkout and get $30 off your order. Send an assortment of mouthwatering favorites guaranteed to impress like the legendary butcher's cut filet mignon, air-chilled boneless chicken, ultra-juicy burgers, and even easy-to-prepare comfort meals that are ready in a flash. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away. So shop early, beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, at checkout. I'm telling you guys, personal experience, Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite, and a gift that, you know, maybe you get to partake in too whenever your dad or grandpa or whoever fires up that grill and says, hey, how about we throw on some of these Omaha Steaks you got me for Christmas? Sounds like a win-win to me. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com. Use promo code DOGS at checkout. Get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays. Uh, Last week, Tony Fields, four tackles, three solos, a pass defense, and a touchdown. That's not bad coming in. Yeah, definitely his best day as a pro. So, um, no. When you said they had uh, – you think the Bengals are going to move the ball, John? I, th- I do think it was uh, – we outgained them last game 440 to 229. Most of the time when we play them, they do move the ball. They just turn it over a lot. The last time we played them, early this year, the first time, it was kind of total domination. I mean, we pretty much took them They didn't have Jamar Chase. True. And I, what I mean when I said that, their receivers aren't going to be straight zeros, even if we outgain them by a decent bit. I, I'm just saying I think they, they got playmakers that are going to make plays. No, I agree. Um, we, If you go look at this, we outrushed them 172 yards to 36 the first time. I think the best way to get Deshaun Watson on track this time, this game, is to get Nick Chubb going. He always plays well against the Bengals. Um, I think you saw the Texans, they had the same game plan. We talked about this in the preview. Teams are still going to come out and just try to stop Nick Chubb until Deshaun shows that he's not a rust bucket. So if we can come out and try to establish Nick Chubb and get some easy throws for Deshaun, I think then the offense starts to open up. But I think early in the game, you're going to see they're just going to stack the box. They're going to they're going to live with Deshaun beating them until he shows that that's what he can do. So, uh, so we'll see – 
if we can get Nick Chubb going. But Nick Chubb had over 100 yards rushing last game. I do want to mention that we just won a game where Nick Chubb didn't get um, 20 carries. So to everybody oh who <laughs> says the only way we win games is just give the ball to Nick Chubb 20 times, that was proven false. Uh, I think one thing that we aren't talking about Last time we played them, also another guy who was a huge factor was Amari Cooper. He had five catches, 131 yards, and a touchdown. He balled out last time we played them. Hopefully he can take that on the road. Uh, what do you guys think? Go ahead. Go ahead. He, uh, he popped up, too, on the injury report out of nowhere today uh, really? with a hip injury. So that could be kind of tough because if he's out, which I don't think is – I'm not saying that he's going to be out. I just – it's very late in the week. I mean, we're talking Thursday night for a guy to kind of just show up on there, you know, be limited and not even practice. No way now. Yeah, because here's – not having Amari Cooper, it hurts a lot because now all of a sudden DPJ, who I think has turned out to be a really good number two this year, now you're asking him to do something, you know – more than maybe what we should be asking for. Is DPJ a number one in this league? I don't know if he's a number no. one. But yeah, he's a very so. nice complimentary piece to your number one. Um, he's having a really good year. But it, then all of a sudden, and then is Njoku's banged up. I don't know if he's playing this week. He's still questionable. I haven't heard if he's going to mm-hmm. play. Um, we're, we're shallow at tight end. So hopefully we're not going into this game minus a bunch of weapons. Um right. So I guess we'll see there. Uh, I guess the last thing I want to touch on for this, what do you think the atmosphere is going to be like? Because everybody predicted a super hostile atmosphere last week in Houston, and I think it ended up being pretty mild. There's a lot of Browns fans down there. And there were still some boos. Deshaun got booed. But it wasn't LeBron back in Cleveland, you know, like a lot of people were predicting. I get the sense that in Cincinnati, it's not going to be mostly Browns fans. It's going to be a lot of Cincinnati fans. And I think it's the Battle of Ohio. They really, they're going to want to beat us because they can't, for some reason, they haven't beat us since what, Freddie Kitchens? Um, crazy. Have they beat us? Has I was at that game. I was at that game yeah. for uh, the, the Freddie game in Cincinnati. Has, I went to that game. Has Kevin Stefanski lost to the, to the, the, the I mean, Bengals? I, they've won the last, what, five? Something right. like that, yeah. So that I'm not 100 percent sure, but you know, so they're coming in hungry. They're on a three game win or a four game win streak. I think it's it's going to be a hostile atmosphere. So how do you think that guys? How do you think that plays? I can well, tell you. Oh, go ahead, Johnny. No, no, ahead, that's all you, Ned. That's all you. I can tell you when I went to the Browns game on Monday night on Halloween night, that Cincinnati game. I have my season tickets are on the visiting side, and I can tell you that. I heard everything that you could hear about Deshaun Watson that game. And he wasn't even playing in that game. He wasn't even there. Right. (laughs) So we're talking going to their stadium. I think it's going to be a very, very hostile environment. I think that he's going to hear just about everything that he can hear. And he's already heard it. He he knows what he's going to walk into. And maybe you got to hope that it won't get under his skin, but he's going to, it's not going to be a pleasant environment to play. He's got to have thick skin because if not, for sure, he, he you may want to look for a new profession, which would really screw the brand. Oh, yeah. yeah. What were you going to say, John? He's got thick skin. He's had so much deep tissue work done. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> bro. Oh, my God. No, I'm sorry, guys. I shouldn't have said that. 
Oh, I just think if we get off to an early lead, that's that's going to kind of be the solution. I think if if whichever team gets off to an early lead is probably going to win this one, and the crowd is going to play a huge role in that. We go up by two touchdowns at halftime, three touchdowns at some point in the third quarter. A lot of their fans might leave. They get quiet. They get quiet quick, man. I'm telling you, it was very chippy in the first quarter. They got very quiet. By halftime, man. I'm, I and I, I was, was next to a guy. I was next to a guy with the Joe Burrow jersey and the Cleveland Browns hoodie that he was wearing over it. <laughs> oh, jeez. So, well, that that's kind of what we're dealing with here. <sighs> I don't mean uh, to be rude to Bengals fans, but you all suck. <laughs> I second that. Uh, except I, I was on a Cincinnati show the last time we played them, and uh, they were nice to me. So I guess I can't say all of them. Uh, but they did, after I jumped off that show a little bit, some of the co-hosts did kind of run their mouth a little bit about how bad the Browns suck, and then we came out and took them behind the woodshed. So a little, ass, car- yeah. Yeah, a little bit of karma. Um, no, I agree. I think we need to come out and jump on them early because if if we come out slow – and, and, you know, Deshaun's rusty again, and he's throwing the ball in the dirt, and they're moving the ball. It could get ugly quick because they got those kind of weapons, and then the crowd's going to really be into it, and it's just – it could snowball. So I think we got to come out, punch them in the mouth. Miles has got to play well. Um, if Miles can get home. I want to see Joe Woods move Miles around. Do If, if Zach Taylor made the adjustment that he's going to send – put tight ends over there. He's going to be chipping with often or uh, with running backs. Don't, well, don't let it happen. Move miles around against the Texans. He, he rushed from the other side a lot. So that's, that's not now going a three game hiatus where we don't do that. Let's let's move miles around. He's our, he's like the queen in chess. He's our most powerful, yep. best defender. Let's move him around and get him favorable matchups. I, that's what I really, really want to see because Joe Burrow is great as he is. He, he gets sacked a lot, and he can be turnover prone. And we've seen that against the Browns. He turns the ball over almost every time he plays against us. Yep. So um, we got to get into his face. I would put Miles up the middle a little bit to get pressure right in his mouth, right in his face. Um, so that, and then if Watson comes out and plays well, I think those are yeah. – if Miles and Deshaun both play well, I think it's a win for the Browns. And if we get the run game going, if we come out and Miles disappears and Deshaun's throwing bounce passes like he's thrown from deep in the hole at shortstop, it's not going to be a good game. And they're banged up, like pretty good on uh, offense. The Bengals are. Hayden Hurst probably isn't going to play, which, I mean, that benefits the Browns, I think, a lot. And then T. Higgins is limited. I, I mean, and it's late in the week. Another interesting thing that's happening right now, our yeah, Baker maybe one just checked into the game. <laughs> I just looked over and he threw a, a completion, which I hadn't seen that in years. <laughs> I years. Just, I just got the notification. That, I can't believe, first of all, I guess this is a little off topic, but were you surprised the Rams were the only team to put a claim in for him? And then are, you, e- are yeah. you equally surprised that he's playing already? He's been in town for a day. I mean, they had no many plays. They, they have John Wolford, who we joked about this at the beginning of the season was we were talking about Matt Safford had an elbow issue, and we were kind of joking around like, who the hell is John Wolford? I'm even, I actually said that to a guy at work. I was like, yeah, I got to start John Wolford this week in fantasy. And he's like, who the hell is that? And I was like, Christ, <laughs> this is this is it's in a very deep fantasy league. Thank God it's a super flex, and I'm probably going to lose this week because he's already out of the game. But, um, I mean – 
you have John Wolford, you have Bryce Perkins. Most people have never heard of either one of those guys. And those are quarterbacks for the Rams, if anybody's not sure about that. So, I mean, what they don't really have anything to lose. And no, for Baker Mayfield, maybe this – I'm not saying this saves – this is an opportunity for him to save his NFL career. Because I think if this goes badly the next few weeks, he's going to be the face of the XFL or USFL <laughs> or something like that. I, I mean, it, it's bad. It's Here, really, so really bad. He, uh, I don't expect him to play well tonight. If he does, if he plays well tonight, I mean, good for him. Holy cow. I, right. I don't know a quarterback who could play well in this situation. And people might right. think of me as a Baker hater. I would, I feel bad for him having to play tonight. Uh, You're saying facts, man. He has no yeah. receivers, He's, no line, running, no running game. Yeah. His running back is a guy that they almost cut three weeks ago. He probably only knows five plays. Yeah. Um, they sent him the playbook on the plane on the way to LA. Yeah. It's so crazy. So it's tough, tough for him to come in and play well tonight. Um, if he doesn't show anything going down the stretch though, I'll be surprised if he's in the league next year. Yeah. Because uh, I wasn't surprised that the Rams were the only team to put in a claim for him. I was going to be, I was almost more surprised that somebody did claim him. I think he's shown that he's just not that good. And Kevin Stefanski should be considered, he should win coach of the year twice for getting that guy to the playoffs. So that's all I'll say about that before, you know, I don't want to go off on a tangent, but man, people who talk crap about Kevin Stefanski's play calling in his offense, he he got, you know, a borderline Pro Bowl year out of Baker Mayfield, and then he got Jacoby Brissett to play the best year of his career. So let's think a little bit before we criticize. Yeah. Uh, so, well, anything else you guys – did I miss anything on this matchup with the Bengals? Uh, obviously a big one for the Browns if they want to keep their season alive. Another must win. I mean, take it one – it's literally a one week at a time right now. Every week that they win – it gets a little bit more interesting and we still need a lot of help, but things are falling in place. Lamar's out. We beat Cincy. Who knows? I mean, things can happen. The vision. I don't know if the division's doable. Right. Because of how big of a lead the Bengals have. Yes. If Cincy loses to the chiefs, holy cow, but they still play the bills. They still have a couple tough matchups coming down the stretch. But it, and I know the Browns don't have the, the Browns don't own any tiebreakers because they suck so bad early in the year. Right. But the Jets' schedule is brutal. Um, the Chargers uh, could potentially lose a bunch more games. They're kind of the falling Patriots, apart they, too. I feel yeah, like the Chargers, the Patriots, Patriots might be done. They, they Patriots might be done. Yep. Um, so. If the Browns can get to 10 wins, they might not need a tiebreaker because all these other teams have tough remaining schedules. No, none of them might get to 10. If the Browns can somehow get to 10, I mean, again, we're up against it. It's not, it's not favorable, but if we can get to 10, we have a shot. And then even if we don't get in, if we finish this year with 10 wins, talk about a morale boost going into the offseason, considering where we were a month ago, we had, you know, in shambles, the sky was falling. People were calling for Stefanski to be fired. Uh, so if we can get to 10 wins this year, whether we make it or not, that's, that'd be a big bounce back. But we're not, looking, have, we're not looking past that. We got to go one to know this week. I don't have the uh, playoff picture pulled up. Um, you mean in your home office? In my home office, yeah. My computer's <laughs> down. My computer's down for a uh, service. Um, it's uh, 
assume the Bengals win the division because I I think they're going to, even if we beat them. We got to be – we have to pass five teams to sneak in and get a wild card spot. We have to pass the Ravens, the Chargers, the Patriots, the, the Raiders, and the Jets. Miami's going to be – you have three teams in the, in the East that can but, all potentially get in. But if Miami's five – now passing five sounds crazy at this late the season. Like, you're not going to pass five teams up, right? Well, if we win out – we actually could. I don't think we're going to have any trouble passing the Raiders, the Lamarless Ravens, and the Jets uh, have a tough schedule. So that's doable. Uh, so as long as the Chargers don't go on some sort of streak, and we have to pass all five of those teams just to get a wild card spot, the, the last wild card spot. The, the crazy thing is, I kind of this. I think the Raiders are a team to watch out for. I'm starting to, start to figure it out. Them. They're figuring it out and. They're, the crazy thing is, like, offensively, they're not really playing that great. Like, their car's okay. They are running the hell out of the ball. Yep. They're Literally, they're getting everything. Josh Jacobs didn't get that fifth year. They're going to kill him because they're just I, giving him 30 I, touches a game plus, you know, 10 screen passes. It's crazy. Heard, now, what uh, – do any heard, of you know what – Go ahead. Do any of you know what would happen if the Raiders and the Browns finish with the same schedule or the same record? I think they have the tiebreaker somehow. Okay. I heard. But I'm not going to win sure. four. They got to win four out of five. And they're on a, well, I want to say they're on a four game streak right now. So you got to figure at least. At some point, they're going to win. Or, or lose. Well, lose. Right. 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 You would think. But we'll see. It's going to be interesting. If the Browns, I at least want the, I just need the Browns to at least win this week to keep it interesting. I want to still be in invested into these games because they yeah. have purpose. I don't want to be eliminated and we're just watching football because you know we have to do a show. <laughs> you know, I'll still I wanna, do it. I'll yeah, still do I'll, it. Yeah, but I, I want to I want to have some purpose and be watching games that you know that are meaningful down the stretch. So hopefully we can go one and this week, get a big win. Um I think that about wraps it up for the matchup. Let us know what you guys think in the comments. You know, who's going to win this game? Uh, what do you guys expect to see out of Watson? Uh, if you uh, want more content, make sure you guys head to jointhedogs.com. Uh, also, we're looking for more intros, and we're going to be looking for more voicemails because we'll be doing a regular reaction video next week. So thedogspodcast.com, tap leave voicemail if you want to get to your intros or your thoughts on the show. Uh, to all the Dog Pack members, we're going to do an after-hour show for you, so make sure you guys check that out. To everybody else, we'll see you guys next week, hopefully talking about a big win for the Browns. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast. Get your thoughts on the show at thedogspodcast.com.